This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share his love. This is episode number 22 of Radiant Reflections. Today, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Josh begin a brand new series within this podcast based upon the messages from Sunday mornings called Dangerous Prayers. Today, Pastor Ryan and Josh will talk more about what it means to be bold in your prayer life. Now, here's Pastor Josh and Pastor Ryan. Well, good morning and welcome back to Reading Reflections. We are in episode 22. I'm Josh Harma, joined once again by my co-host, Pastor Ryan Bibb, who's hacking out a lot over there. <laughs> That's why we're socially distanced, folks. You know, you know. We're not we're socially distanced. We are physically physically distance. distance what's the difference for those because are we are social we are going to still be social and talk to each other it's true. but we, we are, are like, physically apart by six feet it's true well around ish, ish. six feet <laughs> yeah kind of the whole point of this is that we're talking to to each other yes so yeah, yeah we're not we're not socially but yeah it's interesting you introduced me and i was in a coughing fit there you go perfect timing that happens sometimes yeah you know you know i forgot to start the timer I told you I was going to start the timer, and then I forgot to start the timer. And we're only like 30 Right before we off. jump on, I told Josh, <laughs> start the timer. Don't forget to start the timer. That it's just helps fun. us understand that we don't want a super long podcast because we are pastors and we can talk forever. Yes. So and that's why we look at a timer to make sure we're keeping these at a shorter length. Right, because you guys might not. You might be like, holy crap, please just stop talking to you guys. Of course, if, you're, if they're like that, they probably wouldn't be listening. That's true. Or we could do long podcasts and just tell everyone, listen to it on two-speed, like I do all I'll, my podcasts. See, I'll, I'll do like time and a half. Okay. Because two-speed, like, it's, it's too chipmunky. Sure. I get it. So Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, we just, uh, we kicked off a new teaching series here at Radiant Life uh, this past Sunday, which would be, what would be, be yesterday. August. <laughs> it would be August 2. August 2. Uh, this new series is Dangerous Prayers. We we. <laughs> Briefly mentioned this, that it was coming up in our last episode of the podcast. Uh, but yeah, now we, we've actually launched that series, Dangerous Prayers. Uh, and we're going to dig in a little bit to that. And this week, uh, you, had, you had a little bit of a theme, Ryan. What was the, what was the prayer this week? Uh, the prayer for week one was um, a dangerous prayer that we can all pray, and it was, make me bold. Make me bold. Now, just in general, though, and, we, and again, we, we hit on this a little bit last week. In, in the in the podcast, but you you kind of made a strong statement that Christians pray and you use the word lame, right? that we use lame prayers. Dig into that a little bit more. So maybe people didn't listen to the episode last week, or they you know they cut off because that was right at the end. So maybe they left before. That's true. <laughs> we got to that. Oh, was that a strong statement that I made? <laughs> See, I, th- I think I think people might be like, "What? What are you, you saying? Yeah. I'm lame?" Uh, no, I'm not saying you are lame. No, but I mean, but the, but maybe the people listening are like, yeah. "Oh, I you just you just insulted my prayers." Yeah, I've been well, praying the same prayer my grandma taught me. Yep, and fifty that, years ago, and, and that I'm not saying that is an issue. It may be an issue. Um, so you know, I well, the podcast is honest, right? We we strip back things. For well, the hopefully, podcast, every, hopefully right? everything that just, we do is honest. Well, this okay, is maybe a little point. bit a little bit deeper dive. Uh, yeah, a little, a little deeper more, dive. You maybe know, more raw. Yeah, the podcast so, is more raw. Yes, here's here's a raw thing. I created that slide uh, in keynote, and um, I was actually nervous a little bit after I said it, but I felt like I needed to say it though. But it's one of those where like you need to say it, but I don't know how people are going to respond to that statement. So should I say it? 
And I, once I had it, I created it. Um, uh, someone called me on the phone like 15 minutes later and we had a discussion and I said, Hey, can I ask you a question? And I said, if I told you your prayers are lame, would I offend you? And this person's response to me was, not really, but I would want to know why my prayers are lame, because if they are, I don't want them to be. Hmm. So this person on the phone had a growth mindset. So I said, okay, that's exactly where I want our people here at Radiant Life and anyone that listened to that message to be is, oh, maybe perhaps I'm not praying these, what I unpacked, what, what you see in the Bible as gutsy, real, fiery prayers that we can, I think in our spiritual disciplines in life, our prayers can get in a rut and they become lame, so to speak. They're not, we're not praying with fire anymore. It could have been that prayer that we have memorized since a kid and we're still praying it. And honestly, my issue is, are we just praying it because it's head knowledge or are we praying it because it's, it's, it's a heart transformation? We truly believe that this prayer is a heart transformation prayer and not just a head knowledge prayer that I, I memorized when I was five years old, and I've said it ever since. But I think we as Christians, as followers of Jesus, and, and it's no um, secret to our listeners and those that call Radiant Life home, I don't like, it's not that I don't like, I like to use the words follower of Jesus better because anything can claim to be a Christian. Like I, that word is thrown around here and there in, in our culture and our society. I re, there's a difference between a Christian and a follower of Jesus. There's a difference between a believer and a disciple of Jesus. And I'm gonna we're gonna do a teaching series on that. I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm planning it now, possibly for 2021, of what distinguishes believers from disciples. What distinguishes just a Christian from a follower of Jesus? Hmm. And, which, is, uh, which is interesting, like a, a little bit different of an angle on that, and and I haven't fully processed this yet, and I'm trying to think for the life of me what book it was. It might have been uh, N.T. Wright, Evil and the Justice of God. I mean, I was reading a book, and they talked about, they, they actually kind of went against that a little bit, saying that, you know, this whole this whole change in language to being followers of Jesus versus Christian is actually a, a an offshoot of our individualism. Which we've talked a little bit about on this podcast. Yep. I mean, yep. I don't, I don't think that when sure. you say it, I don't think you mean that. But they, no. they looked at it from a, a social standpoint of you have people that don't want to, they don't want the accountability that comes with <laughs> being part of the greater. Man, I cannot think for life of me what book that was that I was just reading. Well, we'll have Anyways, a fun podcast. We'll, we'll have, when a, we launch we'll have into a good that. podcast. Yeah. But I think there's a difference. We can just like, for me, the spiritual dis- disciplines in life, right? As a follower of Jesus. Um, God's getting into God's word, prayer, worship, community, like those types of things. Those are spiritual disciplines in our life that we lay down. Um, even for me as a pastor, prayer, I, I, I was just telling someone this this past week. I said, I need to get better at my prayer life. I've always thought that my entire walk with Jesus, I need to get better at that. That is a spiritual discipline that I feel I need to get better at. I need to get better at. I need to get better at. And so I even say that statement that, I changed that slide. I, I, used, I actually had that slide to say, your prayers are lame. I changed it to a collective and said, our prayers, oh. because I lumped myself in there. And, and there, there it is. I think, again, I, I would almost believe even the most spiritual prayer warriors, that we would get that person and say, man, you are an incredible prayer warrior. I bet you even that person would say, I can up my game in my prayer life. 
And I think that's a, just a hard, very difficult spiritual discipline that we can all, all as followers of Jesus, increase, get gutsy, get more fiery with it. Okay, well, so let, let's pull back to more of like a 30,000-foot view here. Like, uh, for those that are listening, those that are watching, what is prayer? Like, how do we pray? And maybe more importantly, why should we pray? Like let's 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 kind of address those like those foundational yeah. elements of prayer as as we're getting into this series. I mean, because you're saying, hey, we have lame prayers. Right. Well, 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 what is prayer? How do we do it? Why should we do it? And then we can kind of build on. So, I mean, uh, I'm just going to simplify prayer down to its basic of the basics. It's communicating with your heavenly Father. It's communicating with God. It's a conversation. Um, but there's reverence also in that conversation the basic foundation of prayer is a is a conversation with your creator your heavenly father with god that is prayer down to its bones is right there um often an analogy i use with people to help with the idea of prayer is i said hey if you're a parent and you have a child what kind of relationship would it be if your child never talked to you be a little awkward right I mean, that, what kind of, you, you would probably say a pretty shallow relationship mm-hmm. or if you don't have a child, let's say even you're married, you love that person, that's your spouse. Um, but you guys never talk a very shallow relationship. You want to hear your child say what's on their heart as a parent. You want to hear that. You want to hear what their wants and needs and questions in life. Like you love to guide your child through life. You want to see the best for them. But you love it when they pour their heart out to you. You love those conversations with your spouse that um, I know my spouse's heart. I know what they need. I know, you know, we sat down and we had that intimate conversation or, or whatever, but you know it. And that's where our Heavenly Father, I think I use that analogy in prayer, is that why pray? Because, yes, God may know what's on your heart already. He, I mean, he's omniscient. He knows it. He knows it all. He, he, he knows it. But to, it, I think there's so much joy in our Heavenly Father when we're in prayer, going to him in conversation, speaking our heart to him, and having that intimate conversation there, just like it is when our kid comes up to us and has that heart-to-heart conversation, or our spouse, or even a friend comes up and can just be real and say, hey, I'm struggling here. You're like, awesome, they opened up to me or whatever. But, I mean, I'm going to throw the question to you. Why, why, why would you pray? Well, and I actually, first I want to, because otherwise I'm going to, I'm going to totally lose track and I'll, and I'll <laughs> forget. <clears throat> because you said something at first, and I want, to, I, want to, I want to dig into that a little bit more, only because this is something that, you know, there have been points in my life where I've really wrestled with this. You said it's a conversation, but you also said there's reverence. There How do you find that balance? Because you know, there have been times where, you know, I've heard, it, I've heard it spoken like, oh, hey, man, you just talk to God like you talk to a friend. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, sometimes that almost seems too, you know, too loose, Right, like I mean, really, I just be like, "Hey, what's up, God? Like, how you doing?" It uh, does. You want to go that's buy a, me a cheeseburger? That's like, a wrestling <laughs> that we wrestle with. But then, where's the reverence? Because we're told that Jesus is our friend. Biblically, we're told that, and so I've always wrestled. There's a worship song, and forgive me if you 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 love this worship song, but that one, like, "I am a friend of God. He calls me." I friend. Actually, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a fan of that. One. Okay, good. So I haven't offended <laughs> at least my ho- my co-host on this. I may have offended listeners on that. Like, I I honestly, when that song came out, whenever it did years ago, I was like, "This is horrible." 
Like, I never view that as a friend. Like, he's my heavenly father. There's reference there. Um, but but there is a there is a striking balance, and I don't know if I strike it well. But there is a balance there of understanding. I think we we can. It's modeled in Jesus's prayer, right? We call it the Lord's prayer. It was actually the disciples' prayer because the one question they had, you know, they were seeing Jesus perform miracles, doing incredible teaching. But the one question they have, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Like, are you kidding me? I I would assume if I saw Jesus, I was one of the disciples. I'd be like, Jesus. Dude, how do you? Uh, how in the world did you just heal that person? I want that power. I'd, I'd want right? the uh, feeding the five thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how? Give me a couple of loaves of bread. We're I mean, gonna be all set up in here. Yeah, that's a miracle. I still have <laughs> no idea how that happened. Um, but the one thing is, they must have witnessed and saw Jesus's prayer life and his intimacy with his heavenly Father. They had to have. So they're like, "Hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. I want. It. We want what you have." And the very first thing is he teaches us not a not a not a script, all right. There's that can be a whole n- another topic Which, here I mean, in just a it's, moment. It's sometimes taken, yeah. It's yes. sometimes taken as that is um, the the our Father, our or, Father, uh, and the Lord's in Prayer heaven. is you know uh, right. what some traditions call it. Yes, hallowed be thy name. But the idea is that Jesus starts with this reverence of the greatness and goodness of who you are, God. I mean, we have to understand that too. So I think there's, it's almost like a submission thing that I understand that God, you are great. You are higher. You are all powerful. You are greater than me. Everything I submit to you. Now here's my heart. And that's, I think is the difference of, we do it with reverence and understanding who we are because we are told Peter, um, Paul tells us that we can go confidently to the throne, to the throne of grace, to yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. You, we, can, we can boldly, we can, right we can now. approach the throne of the grace of confidence. I think yes. Paul in Ephesians uh, talks about the confidence that we can have um, in coming. Uh, no, but I love that he describes the throne room of God as grace. Like that's awesome. Like that is incredible. Um, of all the words he could have used, it was grace. And so, yeah, even as sinners and we've messed up, we understand there's a holiness to God. He's all powerful. We submit to that, but we can come in. And reveal our heart. So, real quick, Be this real. is this is like a, a little bit of a side note, but related. Uh, when you did like growing up, when you did the Lord's prayer, yeah, did you do debts and debtors or trespasses? I think probably both. I don't remember. Oh, see, dude, it was one of the most awkward experiences growing up. I always did debts. Okay, we forgive us our debts as we forgive those or forgive our debtors. And the first time I was in a church that did trespasses, I was like, what in the world is happening? Because they're doing the Lord's Prayer. And I'm all like, forgive yeah. us our debts. And they're all like, forgive us our trespasses yeah. as we forgive those. So here's a I'm funny like, thing. What are you, you guys are praying the wrong prayer, man. So <laughs> let's hang out on the Lord's Prayer. I mean, this whole series is dangerous prayers. But, you know, I, I get the question, hey, Pastor Ryan, why don't we say the Lord's Prayer? And I always want to say, remember... Not that you can't use it as a script, but it was Jesus teaching the disciples was not a script. It was, this model. is a yeah. model of prayer. Okay. So there's, there's nothing wrong with saying the Lord's prayer. Get, don't hear, hear my heart on that. There is nothing. Um, I have a strong issue with the cadence we say it, oh. right? We say it in this cadence. And if you're listening you're, and you know it, you're saying it right That's now right. in your head, right? Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. <laughs> So <laughs> my kingdom come, I will be done. <laughs> See, there's a cadence. And, and, and here's the thing. Not that prayer is not serious. Don't get me wrong. Prayer can be serious. But I cannot imagine. We get very serious when we recite it. 
right? Like oh, it's, very it's, it, it tends to be a more a more somber yes. uh, exercise. I'm sorry, but when Jesus is modeling, uh, here's here's where I think. I think when Jesus is modeling the Lord's Prayer, modeling this prayer, and he's talking about God's kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, I can, I this is my own picture, maybe totally imagination here, I, I can just picture Jesus being very fiery right there. Because that's what he came to do is usher in the kingdom of God here on earth in physical manifestation form. And yet here he's teaching this model, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. I, I think Jesus modeled that prayer with a little more passion than we say it in a very cadence way. Well, but even, I mean, because you... I'm you, getting fired up you, just thinking about no, the but, prayer. No, but you talk about the front, end, the front end of it too, right? Our Father, right? Like, I mean, how many, of, how many of us, and maybe some people do, and I'm not trying to like pick on you if you do, right? But how many of you go to your dad and you're like, Father, I beseech thee to... <laughs> you know? Why do we always go King James though? <laughs> I don't know, I, honestly, honestly, it's, it's fun. Sometimes it's it fun, fun just to like break out some King James, yeah, and uh, and yeah. run with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's no. the reference part of, of prayer. Of okay, so let's this this is totally off script, but but this is that's all right. Aren't, hasn't everything so <laughs> no, far think, in this I think, podcast? I think, I think been one off one thing I actually I actually oh, one that. true question we've answered so far. <laughs> um, what you know, last in the last episode, episode twenty one, we talked a little bit about context. Yeah. Right when we were when we were talking about uh, just studying the scripture and, and and all these different things, we talked about context. Do we have any sort of information on what prayer would have been like first century Middle East? I mean, I mean, to where, or or even you know within within Judaism, you know, to where when the disciples came and asked Jesus how to pray, do you think? And, and there will probably be some spec, a lot of speculation here. Right. But but do you think they saw a difference between how they had been brought up to pray? Because do you think it's fair to say that at growing up in a, in a Jewish culture, they they were not unfamiliar with the concept of prayer? Oh no, they. I mean, they they had prayer every morning, every evening. They recited prayers. I mean, they recited the Shema as a prayer, Deuteronomy six, every morning and evening. Jesus would have done that as well. Um, but are you saying with the, the tone and intensity? Well, I mean, some, some of that. that I, mean, I would not. Right. No, I don't think I cannot. I, I don't know enough about that. Okay. Because I just thought, well, hey, because you know, they would not have been unfamiliar with prayer. Like you said, they would have had prayers that they recited. Yeah. You know, so what would it have been to where, like, what, what was it that stood out to them? Was it the fact that they saw Jesus pray in a totally different way right. than they grew up experiencing? Yeah, to which drove them to come to him and say, "Hey, Lord, teach us how to pray." The one thing I c- I could say is I think they saw the intimacy that Jesus had with with God. There was there was a so many times right. Jesus says, "Hey, disciples, go over there. I gotta go spend time alone with the Father." Like there was an intimacy there, and that's and that's maybe where I'm on. Where I I love recited prayers again. I'm not I'm not against them. But I think sometimes we lose the intimacy. Well, I mean, all of that boils down to a heart issue. Yes. I mean, because if, if you utilize, hey, our Father who art in heaven, and it's just part of a rote. Uh, I, mean, I mean, hey, there, there are people listening, people watching. Maybe you connect best with God through a more like a, a stronger liturgical uh, yep. type of service. Awesome. Like we're not knocking that. There are, there are, there are flavors of church where you have much more structure and you're going to recite things and you're going to you know have a, a little bit more of a script. Uh, 
But if your heart is in it and you're actually leveraging the the, the liturgy and the, the structure mm-hmm. to honor and connect with God, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, sometimes we, we get into it and it's just, hey, say a prayer, our Father, yeah. heart in heaven, hallowed be that. And we don't even process through the the what we're saying. Right. right? Well, yeah, the danger of prayer is it can be just a checklist. And I think that's why we went into this series and thinking about, hey, let's up our prayer game and not just do a checklist where we mean it. Let's pray, God, make me bold. Oh my gosh, I truly believe God's going to open divine opportunities for you. And we start praying those prayers. Now it's not just checklist prayers. It's, do I really mean this, what I'm saying right now? Because it's going to be dangerous. So biblically, right now, so you talk about boldness, and that was the that was the prayer from this past week for those of you that uh, listen to the message. Uh, biblically, how do we see boldness manifest? Right, I mean, because this is not you know this is something that you see particularly within the early church. If you read through the book of Acts, Jeez. you know, uh, there's there's this idea of hey, they went out and they did this boldly, you know. And yeah. They're, you know yeah. How did we see that manifest? Uh, you just, uh, so you, let's, you let's, answered your own question. But, but no, I mean, let, let, like unpack it a little bit more. Like, what do what, if if we let's just stick with the Book of Acts? Let's, okay. We don't have to go anywhere else in Scripture. No, because I did a study on on Acts two years ago, three years ago, three years ago. I did a study on Acts, and I just circled how many times the word bold. I, I, I sitting here, I can't tell you how many times. But my Bible is There's more more than one all <laughs> over in the Book of Acts. You should, uh, but I love the Book of Acts because it is the early church. It's how the church got launched and what was happening in the early church. And it's fiery, it's gutsy, boldness, bold, bold. I mean, the 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 uh, disciples, which are now the apostles, right? The 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 eleven apostles now that have started the church and they're doing spreading preaching the word. They're constantly praying for boldness. And what you see, though, is the constant prayer of boldness. But one of the major themes around the boldness, how it's prayed out, is preaching the message of who Jesus was. In the, in the face of adversity. In so, the I mean, face so this of is adversity, like, yes. right, like I mean, I want to talk to those that are listening and watching right now. Like, sometimes we're like, eh, I don't know if I can do this. This was not just like, a, oh, hey, the disciples are going to go out and have a, a fun conversation with their friends. They were, they were praying for boldness because sharing the message of Jesus uh, brought a lot of adversity. The Jews... Uh, whom you know they were surrounded. They were Jews, and they were in a Jewish culture. They were hostile to the message of the gospel. Uh, uh, maybe not necessarily at first, but eventually, uh, the Roman Empire. Right. Uh, they were not a huge fan of the right. Jesus movement. Uh, so yeah. Oh, no, you even had the religious people within the Jewish within Judaism, um, like the Sadducees, sitting there going, "Hey, we don't believe in bodily resurrection, and you guys are preaching that this Jesus has resurrected." And um, thinking that, okay, this is a cult. we got to stop it. And they're trying to, they basically told Peter and John in the book of Acts, hey, you continue this, we'll jail you, we'll beat you, we'll execute you. Stop it. And then what does is, what is the angel of the Lord tell Peter and John? Hey. Oh, there goes our sign. Our sign just <laughs> um, Hey. That was so random. I want you to go to the temple and preach the message. They go into the temple. They listen with boldness. They prayed for boldness. They got to go over there. They did it. They're in jail. The Lord delivers them. And what does the angel of the Lord tell them? Hey, go back to that temple where you were arrested. Like right away. Not like, oh, hey, go find some other temple or synagogue. Where we already said, if you do it, we may execute you and beat you and go back to the temple. And I love what scripture says. It says immediately. 
They did not hold back and sit there and go, mm, but God. Let's uh, weigh, let's uh, weigh the, uh, the cost and the benefit. And the- no, they went immediately. But what did that all stem from? They prayed for boldness. And then the Holy Spirit filled them and they went. So do you think this is the, the primary thing? You know, so you say, hey, we should, we should pray, make me bold. Uh, but what about the person listening who's like, oh, yeah, because, you know what, I'm scared to go ask my boss for a raise. Or, oh, I really need to, like, get up the courage to go ask that cute girl out. Or, you know, hey, I've been, you know, my relative has been kind of a jerk bag and I really need to tell him off. Like, is, are those the kind of things that people should pray for boldness for? Or is this, in a sense, limited to further in the kingdom? Yeah. (laughs) I think everything first and foremost has kingdom purposes. I don't think God minds that you pray for boldness to go ask that girl out. Like, (laughs) hey, there you go. Give you a little boost of a little shot of boldness so you can go ask that girl out now. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that, but I think everything boils down. Everything has kingdom purposes first. We exist for kingdom purposes first. We don't exist to serve whatever job that we're serving and make money and have a home and live the quote-unquote American dream. Um, we don't live for that. We live for kingdom purposes first and foremost. Come. There you go. <laughs> so if you were Go ahead, man. Don't pray for courage to go ask someone out. I, I would say I would pray for courage if you really think you, you deserve that raise. I, I would actually say I, I would have no problem. I think you ought to pray for courage to go have a conversation with your boss. Well, and I would, I would also say, I mean, because we talk about kingdom purposes, but we also brought up, you know, the whole issue of like, hey, what if you have like conflict within family? Like there's, there's biblical guidelines for how you resolve conflict. And right, part of the gospel is not just this eternal life aspect, right? It's, it's, it's working towards shalom. You've taught on this. Man, how many years ago was that? I mean, you talked about kind of the fourfold impact of the fall. Oh, you know, yeah. The, the foreshadowed the, relationships yep. and, you know, yep. and, and how through Jesus we start to see restoration and redemption in all of those. And one of those yep. is the broken relationship between people, right? I mean, and I don't yeah. want to get us way too off track. So I don't think it's outside of kingdom purposes necessarily oh. for somebody to say, hey, I have conflict with a family member or a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for boldness to go and pursue biblical uh, restoration with absolutely person. which yeah. is awesome my 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 warning in all of prayer whether we were talking about boldness or not my warning is this really assess yourself how many prayers are about me hmm. versus how many prayers of god use me god send me god make me bold god search me um now granted those are all me's but they're all kingdom purposes right there Versus me. It would be just be really interesting to really assess your prayers of how many is about you versus how many is really about God's kingdom purposes. So, so when you say you, you're talking more like, hey, Lord, uh, help me. Help me, get a give raise. me. Help me, uh, Lord, I'd, protect I would, me. I would Which love is, it if I could win the lottery yes, this week. Yes. Like, um, yeah, help me feel better. I'm not, I'm not feeling good. You know. Yeah. Which, which, again, if you're not feeling good, pray, right? You pray that you have healing. Uh, just, it'd be really, I mean, I'm sitting here assessing myself as we're talking, literally in my mind, sitting there going, all right, I had my quiet time this morning. I had uh, 10 minutes of prayer this morning. How much was Ryan? Um, but one thing I, I started to do, and maybe this is encouragement to the listeners and viewers, is what um, I end my prayers with always for um, my oikos, 
which uh, for those that don't know Oikos, it's, it's your sphere of influence. It's your extended family. It's eight to 12 people in your life that you, God has placed in your life for a reason. And maybe some of them are far from God. Maybe some of them are an inch deep, ankle deep in a relationship and they need to go further. But that's how I always end my um, quiet time in prayer is I pray for those people. And, and for me, it turns to focus off of Ryan to those that God, you, I know your heart and desire is these people come in relationship with you. And I pray that. And then now, now with this whole make me bold, I have ended for the last two weeks just because I got a week in advance because I knew I was doing this message. So I started, I'm, I'm, I'm praying these before I give it to people. I need to lead the way. I need to be the example. So I've been praying, God, make me bold. Give me divine opportunities. So, I mean, what you're getting, I think it'd be worth teasing this out a little bit, you know, because, you know, you talk about, hey, we want to, you know, how much do we pray about me? Maybe more specifically, if you look at the model of, you know, the quote unquote Lord's Prayer, right? There is an aspect of, hey, give us today our daily bread. There, there is, there is that aspect of, 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 uh, yeah. Hey, I have needs. I'm yep. going to pray about those. However, other aspects that we maybe neglect sometimes are the things like uh, deliver us from the evil one. Yeah. Uh, and then the forgiveness piece. So maybe <sighs> maybe some of the prayers that we need to dig, dig into, and I don't know. I don't know if this is like getting into stuff that you've got <laughs> coming down the line in this series, but like, Lord, hey, I'm going to be I'm going to be open, and Lord, who do I need to forgive? And who do I need to go and ask forgiveness from? Because coming right off of the Lord's Prayer, correct me if I'm wrong, right? He he, he does the prayer, but then he says, hey, uh, if you don't forgive others, your Heavenly Father isn't going to forgive you. Mm-hmm. Uh, which yep. kind of adds weight to that aspect of the prayer. Uh, but do we maybe focus on the, yeah, Lord, I would love it if you could give me my daily bread. And if that daily bread was a Jimmy John's sub? That'd be even better. That sounds delicious. We like it does, right now, dude. Because I did not have breakfast. Do you remember when they had sprouts, dude? Yes. Their subs were so good with sprouts, and yeah. then they got rid of them for like I don't know, E. coli or salmonella yep. or something like that, and they never got them yeah. back. Super bummed. But anyways, I'll give a, I'll, I'll give I'll give our listeners a sneak peek for the next weeks of what we're covering. Um, the following week, we're going to cover uh, speak to me. Like, how many of us have really <laughs> you you start praying that prayer? Get ready for God to speak to you. Like how many times have you actually settled down, you were still, and asked God to speak to me? Okay, which is interesting because I just I was I wrapped up kind of my quiet times in Ephesians. Yeah. Our life groups I'm doing Ephesians, so my quiet times were in Ephesians. Yeah. This morning I was like I was like I need to go somewhere different. I really felt like I need to go to Leviticus. I'm like this is the of most, all places of all places <laughs> Leviticus. But Le- Leviticus chapter one, you actually you you see it starts out and says the Lord called to Moses from the tabernacle. And that jumped out to me because I was like, wait. I said, God is initiating the dialogue. Ah, ah, I said, ah. and, and, and in my mind, I thought, man, how many times is God, he's, he's speaking to me. He's trying to initiate a conversation. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, I don't catch it. That's awesome, man. That is so good. So next week, we're going to do speak to me. It's a dangerous prayer. The following week, we're going to do send me. Opportunities to be used by God. Are you praying those? Oh, man. Uh, week four, we're going to look at uh, 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 another break. another prayer. Another one. No, bold. another dangerous prayer. <laughs> break my heart. When you start praying, break my heart, after what breaks your heart, God, 
your eyes are going to be enlightened. You're going to see hurt and pain and brokenness all around you. But guess what? You've been praying before. Send me. Uh Uh-oh, now I got to do something about it. (laughs) Dangerous prayers. And then we're going to pray the Psalm 139. Uh, Search me. That's how we're closing. We're closing with what I believe is the most intimate, scariest prayer. And and those would be, again, things like, you know, again, if we want to go back to the Lord's Prayer model. I mean, those would be things like where you're basically asking Holy Spirit to to reveal things about you that maybe yep. you don't even want to deal with. And, <laughs> and, and you're doing that with the idea of because we want to model Jesus well in this world. And if I have things that I don't know that needs to get out of my life that is not pleasing to God, that doesn't represent Jesus well, it needs to go. It needs to go. That's good. Well, hey, this week, the challenge is to pray and ask God. Ask Holy Spirit to give you boldness, to boldly declare the gospel, who Jesus is, what he came to do, and to seek his kingdom here on earth. Thanks for joining us for episode 22, and uh, we look forward to digging into the next dangerous prayer. In uh, one of our next couple, we might actually have a bonus episode. Uh, we're going to try to get a bonus episode in here. That doesn't We might. It, it is we will. We just don't know when, but well, we, we will we will have that bonus uh, episode. So, Are you going to give them a little yeah, sneak peek? Yeah, so we actually uh, we want to have a conversation with some of our some members of our, our church body uh, who have worked or currently work as police officers. You know, one of the cultural narratives right now or cultural conversations is has a lot to do with the police. And a lot to do with the police and defund, should we defund them or not? And it's just, it, I'm, I'm really excited going into that episode and, and bringing on those two guests. Yeah, and just having a conversation about what does it look like to be a follower of Jesus who works in law enforcement? Mm-hmm. And just kind of unpacking you know, just some of their perspectives on some of the things that are happening in our culture and, yeah. and looking at that. So if that's not the next episode, it'll be one of the next couple of episodes so uh yeah go ahead and uh, if you really want to know when we've got new stuff coming out go ahead and like share subscribe rate review all that good stuff well thank you for joining us for radiant reflections again i'm josh herma it's my co-host pastor ryan bibb and we'll see you next time thanks for listening to radiant reflections the podcast of the radiant life church in sturgis michigan We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.